Before we jump into the episode today, I want to share something with you from my heart. First of all, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I really can't tell you how much your support means to me. We've been doing the podcast now for almost four years. I can't even believe it. And I'm so grateful for each and every single one of you that listens, shares an episode with your friends, sends me a DM or a text message letting me know how an episode resonated with you or any aha moments. Seriously, I couldn't be more grateful to be able to create this podcast. It has been such a blessing in my life, and I love hearing the ways it's been able to provide value in yours as well. One thing you might not know is how much work it takes to be consistent with a podcast. In fact, did you know that the majority of podcasts don't make it past episode number 10? And we are well, 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 well beyond that. And it's just a lot thinking of the episodes, recording them, editing them, managing the guests, making sure that everything runs smoothly and gets uploaded consistently and regularly. And so that's why I have created an amazing opportunity for you to support the podcast monetarily. And in exchange for that, you will get exclusive premium subscriber content. So for as little as $3 a month, you can become a premium subscriber of the podcast. And every month I will upload new voice-guided workouts and breathwork meditation audio for you. So that way you can work out with me coaching you in your ears. You can also take a moment to reduce your stress and relax and come down and ground down with one of my breathwork audios. So if that is on your heart to support the podcast for as little as $3 a month to become a premium podcast subscriber, I can't tell you how much that means to me and the growth of this podcast. I appreciate you. If you're interested, Click the link in the description, become a premium podcast subscriber, new content every month, and while supplies last, I'll send you an exclusive podcast coffee mug so you can have your self-love and sweat coffee every morning. I appreciate you. Now let's get into the show. Welcome to Self-Love and Sweat, the podcast, the place where you'll get inspired to live your life unapologetically, embrace your perfect imperfections, break down barriers, and do what sets your soul on fire. I'm your host, London Souza. Hey friend, it's me, London Souza, online lifestyle transformation coach. I help people all over the world just like you who know they are meant for more, get their mind right and their body tight and go from crazy busy to crazy happy. And hey, if it's our first time meeting, welcome. So happy to have you. And if you've been with us for a while, it's so great that you're here too. I'm really excited to share this episode of the Self Love and Sweat podcast with you. Hey, I wanted to quickly tell you something about this podcast episode. So it's a part of the University of Unlearning 25-day free challenge to reframe your thinking, reclaim the power of your words, and reboot your workout routine. So this is part of that 25-day challenge that was actually videos. So this is the 
audio extraction and you're listening to it here. So I'm telling you this not only because it's an amazing challenge and you should totally pick it up. You can find the link in the show notes, but because I might um, at times be referring to something that you would only be able to see in the video if you were watching the video. So um, I just wanted to let you know that that's where this is from and you should totally pick up this free challenge and you'll be able to see some of the things that I might be referring to um, on the screen there. So nonetheless, uh, enjoy this episode and you are amazing. Hello, hello, everyone. It's me, London Souza, Lifestyle Transformation Coach. Welcome back to the University of Unlearning. A little hello from my favorite unicorn mug here, too. I don't have, I actually have water in here, cold water. So usually if you put warm water in uh, or warm a warm beverage of anything uh, of any kind in this cup, her hair, like you can see all the different rainbows and colors. But right now I just have water here. Um, so that way, yeah, I can, I can kind of sip in between talking to you guys about what we're talking about today. And that is the myth, or I would just say it's not really like a myth. I mean, I guess the sentence as is, is like false. Um, but it's not like a big myth I want to debunk. It's really a matter of breaking down a way that we often say something, say this phrase, muscle weighs more than fat. Muscle weighs more than fat. It's the way that we say it. And it just kind of rolls off the tongue. And I want to take the time here today to kind of like stop, uh, look at this and reframe it a little bit because no muscle doesn't weigh more than fat. Um, muscle, five pounds of muscle weighs the same as five pounds of fat as weighs the same as five pounds of feathers. Okay. So it's not a matter that muscle weighs more than fat as much as it is. Muscle is denser than fat. It takes up less space. You know, fat's a little bit more like this and muscle's a little bit more like, like this in our body. And so it's really not a matter of it weighing more than fat. It's a matter of just kind of the overall composition of what that looks like. So I'm going to show you here. I'm going to share my screen with you because I wish I had the actual, you know, the fat and the muscle here um, to show you, but I don't. So I'm just going to use good old Google and show you this here. So here it says the exact replica of fat and muscle, five pounds each. Um, you can also see it over here. There's some weight over here. So it's not necessarily the case that they weigh different. In fact, it's not the case at all. They are both five pounds, but you can see the way that the tissue looks. See how fat is a bit more like spread out, if you will. If you were to poke it, it'd be much softer tissue, much more dense. Um, you can see like the edges of that there and how things can be a bit more like jiggly um, and just kind of what that might look like, right? And then if you look at muscle, it's much more dense. Those fibers are like long and thin there as you can see them kind of going across. Um, it's much more compact much more well-packed, if you will. So that's why if you look at a person's, let's say, overall size, but not their body composition, why sometimes we might be like, oh, you weigh a lot more than I thought, or you weigh a lot less um, than I thought, for example. So it just kind of depends on that muscle tissue there. So muscle does not weigh more than fat. 
it's just denser. It's more compact. And what it looks like in the body is very different, right? So you can just imagine that like under skin, if you will, and what that might look like and feel like. And yeah, you kind of just get a picture there. So I don't know if you've ever seen that illustration before, or you've ever seen a picture like that. Um, It doesn't really matter. And maybe you have, but you never thought of it that way. Like, okay, that's why it looks the way that it looks like under our skin and in our, um, yeah, in our body. So sometimes people say uh, muscle weighs more than fat because when they're on that journey to weight loss, it's like, oh, I haven't lost weight, but I've lost body fat or I've lost inches because muscle weighs more than fat. That's what people you know, often say, or they'll say like the, the fat turns into muscle. That's another one. We can like tack that one on there too. Um, no, it doesn't. They're two very separate tissues, but you can burn fat and then like build muscle. And then, you know, in that same space, maybe it was like, you know, this much fat and this much muscle, but now there's this much fat and like this much muscle. It's taking up that same space. It's just very different tissues. And remember in that same space, if the majority of that tissue is muscle tissue, and you know you're lessening the amount of fat that's in there that's burning and you're replacing that with muscle then yeah it's going to weigh more you know you're going to be able to fit more in that space there and so the muscle weighs more than fat i i hear that often when people are like on that weight loss journey and they've lost body fat and lost inches and things like that and i would totally agree with that approach to metrics too like looking at how your clothes are fitting your circumference measurements, body fat compared to the numbers on the scale. Because the thing is, is when we embark on any journey for any goal, when it comes to like our physical body, you know, um, it's just, it takes our body time to adapt a little bit. And so everybody's journey is going to be different. And sometimes people will really get rid of, you know, a ton of weight right at the beginning. It just like falls off their bodies, like ready to get rid of it. And, you know, and for some people that, you know, it really won't be the case and it'll just take, you know, a little bit more of a, a journey there that um, it's nice to have the other metrics that you can pay attention to, like when it comes to, you know, personal fitness records and things like that, but also circumference measurements, body fat and things like that. So you're not just like people are so, um, you know, not, I want don't want to say rightfully so, but we're like hypnotized. So we're like told what to believe and think and whatever. We're so like focused on this number and what it should be and all those things. So then it's like, oh yeah, you know, I've been working out, but no, I haven't lost weight, but I lost inches and like muscle weighs more than fat. You know, I think we kind of just throw things around like that. And so I just wanted to take this day, this particular myth to highlight that and say, okay, let's think about what we're thinking about. Let's think about what we're saying, what words are coming out of our mouths. Okay. It doesn't have to be um, something super like when it comes to like mindset or emotional stuff, when it comes to choosing our words wisely, which we should, but we should also do that when it comes to the verbiage and the words that we use when it comes to talking about fitness and like facts there, you know, Um, it's not that muscle weighs more than fat. It's that muscle is denser than fat. It takes up more space, more muscle tissue can fit in a certain space So while we might not look like, oh, we're big, you know, or like we might like see someone like, oh, you're so small, you know, but they might be, um, you know, have more dense muscle tissue and therefore maybe weigh the same as someone who's taller with less muscle tissue. Right. So that number just can really be, you know, um, an indicator. And of course, it's like cool to know what you weigh for sure. Um, But it's even better to know like, okay, yeah, muscle is denser than fat. Um, What's my body fat percentage? What's my circumference measurements? You know, am I making progress in these other areas? Areas, and then those numbers will generally follow when we're not so laser, laser focused on them there. So 
that's kind of the, um, that's not kind of, that is the topic I wanted to talk with you guys about today. Um, because it's like I said, the little things, the little things that we say to ourselves, the little truths that we say out loud, um, without really thinking like, okay, is that true? Is that actually what I mean to say? Um, let's, you know, stop, think about it and reframe it a little bit or re-say it a little bit. Um, and I hope that you guys start to do that with a lot of things that we say on a regular basis. You know, that's kind of the, the point and the purpose here as I'm sharing this with you guys and we're unpacking and unlearning and kind of reframing, rebooting all the things here um, is just kind of that critical thinking mindset to say, hey, I can do this with, you know, some, a lot of truths that I believe or a lot of facts. Like uh, when I say like another great example, uh, carbs make you fat, you know, there's just like things that we just say out loud and it's like, wait, have we taken the time to research that, learn something, unlearn something? Um, and yeah, think critically about it. Or are we just going to like keep saying it as if it's just like, that's just the way that it is, you know? And so I feel like when we can do that with the little things in our lives, we can do that with the big things too. We're just more acquainted with that style of thinking. So muscle does not weigh more than fat friends. It is just denser. Um, we don't, it's not necessarily to say that like, you know, the more muscle you have, the better, but the more muscle you have on your body, you know, the more calories you're going to burn at rest, the better it's going to be for your bones and for your joints and for the longevity of your physical body, for preventing injury and improving performance. Having that good lean muscle tone is going to be so important. I recommend resistance training for everybody in all facets, you know, um, doesn't mean you have to be like busting out, you know, super heavy weights, but using resistance bands, using your own body weight, working out in a way that's going to foster that lean muscle tissue. So that way you can have the benefits from it. It's not just about like what it looks like, but what it's actually doing for your body too. So when you think about, um, muscle tissue and the fact that it uh, takes up like our body, it takes more energy for our body to maintain that muscle tissue than it does our fat. So our body's working harder, which means that our base metabolic rate, the calories we're burning at rest while we're just chilling is more when we have that lean muscle tissue versus if we're just like, yeah, have, have more fat or skinny fat, or just don't have that muscle tissue. That's why it's so important, right? Because we want to make sure, um, that we are, you know, training in a way that is going to help our bodies. Yeah. Now look good, feel good, whatever, but also for long-term, right. For, you know, we're all going to get old. Things are going to sag, you know, we're gonna, the wear and tear on the body. And so the more love that we can give to our body, um, in all, in all different ways, but especially when, with our workouts and making sure that we have that lean tissue and that balance of workout to rest, to make sure that we're fostering that is super, super important, super important guys, not just about what we look like. Okay. And I thought about this for so long, or I thought this for so long, it was like, yeah, working out, you know, and that lean muscle tissue is about what you look like, you know? And I just really obsessed over that for a long time. And it was like my main focus, you know, it was like my goals were always aesthetics of like what things looked like. And, you know, it's just not fun to focus on that forever. You can't, uh, I had to really break out of that mindset and say, no, it's about what your body feels like. It's about what it can do. And it's about that longevity long-term, you know, because I still want to be very fit and active, you know, well into the end of my life, if you will. 
And well into old age, I'd love to still be busting out, you know, push-ups and burpees and all those things um, because I feel like that's so motivating, you know, when you see like older people, even like the grandmas on Instagram who are doing like flexibility exercises and push-ups and running and all that stuff and still going after it. I feel like that's so motivating. So it's like, I want to be that. Like I, that's what my goal is with fitness. It's not to, you know, obsess over what's going on and what's looking a certain way in the mirror. It's not about really like, I like to make progress in the gym, you know? I like to track my progress and my strength gains and, you know, just overall progress there for sure. But it's definitely not something that I obsess over or I worry about or base like, you know, my success in terms of physical fitness on. It's really about like, what does my body feel like? What can it do? This is the house for my soul and executing my purpose. And so I really want to make sure I can get out there and get after it and have energy and have the body um, to be able to do that, you know, in the state stamina and endurance and all that. So that's just a little bit about, you know, myself, we all go through those phases where we're like, Oh, we want to look a certain way. But then it's like, you know, when, when I've reframed that and refocused really on what my body could do and that I have, you know, a bigger purpose and a bigger mission that God put me on this earth for, um, the less I focused about like, uh, 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 and the more I focused on like, yeah, I want to train. I want to eat healthy. I want to get good quality sleep. I want to foster great relationships so that I can, you know, give my body what it needs, um, and train my body in a way that I can continue to show up and continue to use my physical body to show up. You know, that's my job too is, you know, doing a lot of workout stuff and showing up, you know, here as I am. And I can't do that if I'm not taking care of my physical body. I can't, um, yeah, I can't imagine uh, my life without working out and without taking care of my physical body and the way that it's impacted my emotions and um, just my growth as like a woman, both personally and professionally. Um, so much more than what you look like, friends. So much more than what you look like. But now you know why muscle looks different under the skin and why we might say muscle weighs more than fat. So I hope that this resonated with you guys and you learned something, got a ton of value from this. As always, leave comments, write to me on social media, post on, on social media, um, and tag me because I want to see all of your guys's feedback uh, for this advent calendar. It's just different than anything I've ever done before. And I just love it. Like I couldn't think of anything better, any better gift in December to give everybody, which is like the gift of sharing stories, busting myths, um, inspiring people just to sweat more, move more and connect is really what we're all here for. So thank you guys so much for being here. See you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Self Love and Sweat, the podcast. Hey, do me a favor. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, give us a review. This really helps a lot. And share this with a friend. I'm only one person. And with your help, we can really spread the message of self love and sweat and change more lives all around the world. I'm London Souza, reminding you that you deserve a life full of passion, presence, and purpose fueled by self-love and sweat.